creator? Does it please you to watch me struggle? It's podcast time. Good wrong, grab your friends. We'll talk about fairy Disneyland's and Matt the man and names a woman. The fun will never end. It's podcast time. Welcome to Oh My Glob, an Adventure Time podcast. I'm Amy. And I'm Matt. And we're here to talk about Adventure Time all the way from episode one. To the end. To the end. To the bitter end. The bitter end. Which is now on Hulu. That's the rumor on the streets. Yep. I put a joke up on our uh, Twitter page that it's awesome that all of Adventure Time is finally on Hulu. Mm -hmm. It's too bad that by the time we get there in the podcast, it'll be long gone. I know. I was thinking we're going to have to buy all the episodes because there's no way we're going to be able to get through all of them before it's no longer on Hulu. Who knows what Hulu will even be? (laughs) I'd be down for that. Get all the seasons on DVD. Yeah. Blu-ray. Blu-ray. What? Is it even on? Yeah, I think it's on Blu-ray. You know, we're a Blu-ray family, so. (laughs) What kind of family do you think this is? (laughs) A DVD family? (laughs) (laughs) So, Matt, how you been? I've been okay. How about you? I'm good. Tired today. Mm -hmm. But keeping it real. Well, sometimes keeping it real can go wrong. What does that even mean? Uh, it's from the Chappelle show. <laughs> <laughs> so, what'd you do today? I slept. You did? <laughs> I slept today. So, my quarter at school just ended, and I had today off from work. I had a doctor's appointment this morning, and I just ended up catching up on some, some lost sleep today. Yeah. I think you said earlier you caught up on all the lost sleep you've had for the last month. Yeah. I think Teddy made up for all of it. Yeah. I could probably go right back to bed right now. Oh, no. Just like Jake in today's episode. That's right. He was hilarious. Yep. How was your day? My day was pretty, uh, pretty uh, awesome. Excellent. Yeah, it was good. My gym trip wasn't as great, but I worked today and it was really neat and I had a good time. Um, and last weekend was great. My junior roller derby kids had a bout to our game, um, yesterday and it was just really cute and they were amazing and wonderful. So I was really proud of them. Yay. So it's good. So should we talk about the show? Let's talk about the show. All right. Season one, episode 14. Wait. 16? Fit 15? I think 16. I think 15. Oh God. Matthew. Matthew. Episode 15. 15. Get your life together. (laughs) All right. Season one, episode 15. What is life? What is life? Question mark. All right. What is life? Directed by Larry Leachleiter and Patrick McHale. Storyboarded by Luther McLaurin and Armin Mizarian. It aired on June 14th, 2010, with 1.64 million viewers. Oh, it sounds like an all-time low. <laughs> it scored a 7.8 out of 10 on IMBD. All right. How do you feel about that, Matt? Uh, it's That seems like every episode so far this season, uh, aside from maybe the Marceline one. Yeah. It seems like everything's been in the 7-point-something range. I wonder if certain characters get higher ratings. I assume that's the case. Marceline's a super popular character. Yeah. I, I kind of, like, the Ice King doesn't seem to be too popular. No. No, he doesn't. No. So far the show, it seems like a lot of the Ice King-centric episodes have been pretty low-rated on Imdaba. Yeah. Interesting. 
So we open with a tattle card showing Finn leaping from an airplane using balloons as a parachute. And we see that later, so it's actually pretty cool. Except for the airplane part. Yeah, not the airplane part, but the balloons. Oh, these title cards. The balloons were so funny. One of the funniest parts of the episode. Definitely. Definitely one of the funniest parts of the episode. So the episode opens on a rainy day, and Jake is lugging a full trash bag up the ladder into the treehouse and chuckling. And Finn's playing BMO, and he's like, what's so funny? And Jake says, oh, you know, just carrying this big trash bag full of butter into the house. <laughs> when I heard that, I was like, wait, what? Did I hear that wrong? Butter? Yeah. What? It's like bursting at the seams. It was, yeah. And Finn's like, that's not that funny. And Jake just hugs the bag at Finn, and he gets covered in butter. That's so disgusting. Yep. I don't want butter unless it's on things. I like want it on popcorn. Popcorn. I want it on bread. I want it on mashed potatoes. I mean, I'm a butter fanatic. And also fresh buttery pop of the corn. Oh my gosh, yeah. But don't throw it on my body because I would not like that. <laughs> it would not be something I would enjoy. Check. <laughs> <laughs> we should have popcorn later. Oh, totally. I'm totally down for some popcorn. We're totally. going to watch Lord of the Rings and we'll totally oh. eat some totally awesome popcorn. Oh, you okay Sorry. over there, Matt? <laughs> that sounds simply orgasmic. My, my, my. This is Matthew. I know. I'm probably going to cut that Matthew, out, actually. Matthew, why would you say that? I know. My bad. I'm just okay. full of movie references tonight, I guess. So Finn's like, ah, butter pranked. I can't believe I didn't see that coming. You know what, Finn? Nobody saw that coming. Nobody saw that coming. <laughs> oh, you know Jake was chuckling about something. He was up to no good. He says, uh, yeah, I'm a genius. Finn's like, you have offended my honor, sir, and in doing so, you have awoken the pranking demon that sleeps in my pits. The demon is coming for you, mortal. I'm going to prank you so hard. At that point, I thought that, like, he was going to, like, have, like, really bad, like, aroma coming from his armpits. Like, I was like, wait, I don't get it. But... That's cool. Whatever. <laughs> it's funny that they say that in this episode because something like that does happen in the next episode. That's the mm. only hint I'm giving you about it. It really doesn't okay. hint anything about the episode. but Locking that into my memory bank. <laughs> it involves Finn's armpits. Armpits. All right. By the way, I'm not sure if we mentioned it in the podcast yet, but somebody corrected us a while ago that we've been pronouncing his name Jeremy Shada. Oh, sorry, Jeremy Shada, who does uh, Finn's voice, but it's actually Jeremy Shada. Yeah, I think yeah. we did mention that. I wasn't sure if we did yeah. or not. Anyway. Yeah, Regardless, it's a good reminder. We're still waiting for somebody to uh, correct us on all the crew members' names at the beginning of each episode. We really apologize because I know I'm butchering many of those. And I would be not offended if someone were to say, yo, Amy, this is what's up. That's all. At the very least, we have the uh, the show's name right, Adventure Tam. <laughs> Like t- like Tim Tams Tim from Tams. from Australia. That's like a that's like a actually uh, like a cookie. Tim Tams. Tim Tam Tams. Tom Tom. Tim Tams. The name I doesn't sound good. I swear it's Tim Tams. I could be wrong. Yeah, sure, whatever. Now that I've said that, I feel like I'm not saying it right. I don't believe that they're a thing. I'm joking. I believe they're a thing. I they taste Google- like they they sound like they would taste bad based on the name. Yeah, they look like Ebler Kel- uh, Keebler elves. Cookies, you know, with the little uh, elf shapes. But they're lacking the cream, aren't they? I don't know. Tim I just Tams. remember 
knowing a gal from New Zealand who loved them. Interesting. Yes. The name just, it rings a bell of old people candy that most people wouldn't like to eat. I'm pretty sure they are Tim Tams. Hmm. Hmm. Okay, we should really get focused here. Focus, get your life together, guys. Okay. <sighs> All right. So Jake, after being threatened by Finn saying, you've awoken the demon, says, uh, he leaves the room and Finn slaps oh. his head. Wait, what? But before he leaves the room, he says, I'm going to sleep. His head just dislocates backwards yes! and starts snoring while his body walks that out of the room. That was so funny. <laughs> There's some funny sleep There's some exorcist comments. stuff. Yeah, right? Finn slaps his head against the coffee table, trying to come up with some something better than a butter prank. And he looks through this book for answers. There's a picture of a unicorn where it's just a horse wearing a party hat. Every page shows like a random image on it. And the title has, like, nothing to do with it. So he lands on pie, which is titled, Yo, what up? And comes up with the idea to throw never-ending pies at Jake's face. Good plan, if you ask me. I know, right? So it cuts- I, would, I would hate never-ending pies on my face. <laughs> Sounds like it would be inconvenient and probably hard to breathe through. So it cuts to Finn in a cave narrating exactly what he's doing. I'm going to build me a pie-throwing robot to throw never-ending pies at Jake's ugly face and he's never gonna know what hit him because they're na 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 never na 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 never na 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 never ending it's never ending pie throwing time dear god I have it memorized I am so proud of you <laughs> I'm like impressed right now this is one of the episodes that I used to fall asleep to you are adorable right now I can't even <laughs> believe that you know I was like looking at you as you're like I didn't know I knew the song <laughs> I didn't know I knew the song. I love it. It's ingrained into my brain. I can't even with you. So it looks like he's building the robot from a microwave, some tread that you'd see on a tank, like a really small tank, an empty can, random computer circuitry, and a face drawn on the can with a marker. Which isn't the actual item's face. No, it isn't. It's really funny. Finn pushes a random button on the robot and obviously nothing happens. He gets annoyed and throws it out of the cave and he snorts angrily. Um, and the robot... The robot... The robot gets hit by lightning and falls over and says, Ouch! Finn says, Holy stuff! It talked! Wow, cow, chow! I love that exclamation. Wow, cow, chow! Finn exclamations are... They are literally my favorite thing. On point. I am in love with those <laughs> statements. If you love it so makes. much, why don't you take a picture and marry it? Maybe I will. Um, the robot introduced itself as Neptur, an acronym for never ending pie throwing robot. Finn's like, oh, perfect. You're exactly the kind of robot I need. Neptur explains that he wants to do as he was built to do, but his pie hucking appendage is malfunctioning. And my oven lamp is cold. And my tank treads do not roll. They only do skids. Why, creator? Does it please you to watch me struggle? Which is a line I've used many times. Yes, it's... Mm, there's two lines in here. Uh, oh, what was the other one? Oh, well, I'll talk tell about me here. when you get there. I will, I will. Don't worry. Don't worry, your pretty little face. Finn assures him that he will not rest until Neptune is fully functional and throwing pies at his best friend's face. The plan is to steal some more lightning from the Ice King and boost up Neptune to full capacity. Finn flies over the Ice Kingdom using balloons with Neptur in his backpack. Neptur says, ooh, what beautiful piles of sugar. Finn says, no, Neptur, we call that snow. 
They slam into the side of Ice King's fortress. Finn's like, did you all smack me into that mountain on purpose? And the balloons that are carrying Finn that he's holding on to say, yes. Finn tells Neptor to take note. These guys are A-grade pranksters. Then he tells the balloons to hang in there in case they're needed in a daring escape. The balloons agree, but as soon as Finn gets into the fortress, one of the balloons says, I got his wallet. We all start chuckling. So these um, balloons we've seen in a past episode. Oh, really? Yeah, I didn't it's, know that. it's one of the times that it shows the Adventure Time title card in the episode, mm-hmm. and they're all flying up the screen, and there's one screaming. And that one screaming <gasps> oh, yeah. Yeah, is the really weird looking one in this group, too. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot that. That's awesome. The, the voice actor that does Ice King did the voice for the balloons. That makes perfect sense. Yeah, they were probably the most enjoyable part of the episode. He does so many uh, little minor characters throughout the show that stand out because of how funny they are. Yeah, I really enjoyed the balloons. And they're not like a major part of the episode, but they are very funny. They are and hilarious. I feel like they provide a good comedic relief to this. They're like Steve Buscemi. So, so episode. Yeah, they're like Steve Buscemi in an Adam Sandler movie. I was thinking about that earlier. I'm like, you know what? Back when Adam Sandler movies were at least passable. Mm-hmm. Uh, Steve Buscemi was always that one little side character that I'm like, yeah. oh, he really just made that scene. Yeah. Basically any little character that Tom Kenny does the voice for in the show. Yeah, I agree. I think that was, they just, they cracked me up. Um, I think that they're, they're just good. They're good. It's good, good stuff, good. Matt. Good stuff. The good stuff. Good stuff. Oh, also during the episode, you and I made note, Finn has a wallet, question mark? Yeah. What does Finn keep in what his wallet? What does he keep in his wallet? Maybe uh, giant bills like the the <laughs> yeah. ogre from the Enchiridion episode? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I don't even know. I guess what would he have to keep in his wallet? I don't know. Do you think the land of U requires ID? Hmm. <laughs> and what would he keep in his ID? There are some loose rules to uh, the land of U. Yeah. Uh, yeah. From currency that I know we have seen and will see in future episodes, I know that there's like coin and gold and stuff like that. Now, I'm not a dude, obviously, so I don't know about wallet etiquette and coins. I know mine has no coins in it. Don't don't guys not, they don't keep coins in their wallets. They usually use like their pockets. Yeah. Who knows what Finn keeps in there? It's probably like drawings. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, Finn doesn't draw. Finn has no imagination. What? We learned that later. He does. He has tons of imagination. He's bursting with imagination. Is he now? I think he is. I always thought Jake was the more imaginative one. I think they're both on par with imagination. I'm really thinking a lot about popcorn right now. I'm not going to lie. After the after the show, we'll okay. reward ourselves with popcorn. Okay. 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 All right. So Finn tells Neptor they're on the lookout for the Ice King's lightning bolt stash. I didn't know the Ice King had lightning bolts. He does throw them around a lot. Okay. Maybe well, that's I, I thought something. he conjured them up with his magic. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. That that was a thing. So, I mean, we've only had one Ice King episode, really. Yeah. Um, We saw the, him briefly in another episode, but we never had, like, real, like, understanding of it. So, I guess this is another layer of the Ice King that we're learning about. Yeah. He keeps yeah. some sweet technology around. Yeah, he does, for reals. And some sweet animals, which we'll talk about in a second. Oh, yeah. So, Neptor says, isn't breaking and entering wrong? What is Neptor, like, why is he, like understanding this how do you learn about breaking and entering he doesn't know about snow yeah but he knows about breaking and entering <laughs> um finn replies no we're pranking and entering which is awesome finn is they- not a good parent <laughs> <laughs> he lacks parenting skills uh, yeah as they seek around the room nectar keeps saying seeking sneaking finn's like stop we're gonna get caught he's like sneaking sneaking 
okay, during that whole thing, I'm like, that machine needs to shut up. Yep. Like, seriously. <laughs> Killing me, Smalls. Um, the Ice King hears the commotion and walks in and in his underwear. Finn and Neptor hide behind his armchair. And he says, is that you, honey? How was your day at work? Terrible. How could I possibly stand to be apart from you, the Ice King? You see, Gunter, that's how it would go if I actually had a wife. That made me so sad. Reminds me of my old roommate. So him and Gunter walk into the room, and he sits on the chair that Finn and Neptor are hiding behind and plays some portable video game propped on top of Gunter's head. Neptor tells Finn that in case they're caught, he wants him to know that he'll always love him. And Finn shushes him, and he's like, yeah, you already said that. And we're not going to get caught. We're going to get you working so we can prank Jake. He could wake up from his nap at any second. This is the best part of the whole episode. This is the second best part. The first best part is the balloons. The second best part is this right here, where cutscenes to Jake sleeping in a drawer saying, I could wake up at any moment. Nah, I'm still asleep. <laughs> and turns over and falls back asleep. Flipping hilarious. It's so good. So Finn sneaks him and Neptor away while the Ice King is distracted by his game. But Gunter sees him and squawks like, Mwah. and when he walks after them, the game falls and Ice King flips out. So Gunter finds Finn and Neptor hiding behind a beam made from ice and squawks at them. And the Ice King follows him and circles around it, trying to like reprimand him. And he's like, you're starting to infuriate me. <laughs> That's almost like you're trying to, to alert me. Warn me that there's an intruder or something. Perhaps he's lurking in this very room just outside my field of vision. So I would like to note that this is the second line of the episode. You're starting to infuriate me. Is the line infuriate me? As soon as that came out of the Ice King's lips, I looked at Matt and I was like, "You have said that line multiple times since I've met you." Because it's hilarious, specifically to our cat Maverick. I love how whiny he sounds when he says it. Yeah. Um, the Ice King also looks like he's only wearing underwear and that whole like body dysmorphia thing that you were talking about. Like I could definitely see that in this episode. Yeah. Sometimes he's more heavy set, and in this mm-hmm. one he's skeletal. He's skeletal, super skinny, but like almost looks like bigger, but not. But then he was also criticizing Gunther about his weight, which I thought was really fascinating. Google image search Christian Bale and the machinist and he looks like the Ice King without a yeah. shirt. Yes, 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 that. So, moving on. Meanwhile, we see Finn and Neptor crawling up the senior ceiling just above him. When Ice King fat shames Gunter in the mirror, Finn shows an example of pranking by dropping an icicle down the back of Ice King's underwear. Neptor is now bit by the pranking bug and can't wait to prank Jake. But... Because the ice is melting um, on the ceiling, they slip from the ceiling and slide out of the room and down the stairs, setting off alarms throughout the castle. Ice King excited by the idea that maybe it's a princess. Like, why would a princess be in his castle? Well, he's nuts. Yeah, he is. He's special. Uh, Like the ones he writes about in his poems. (laughs) The The princesses I write about in my poems... Yeah, and they're chased by this kind of guard dog looking thing that's, it's see-through because it's ice, but you can see its intestines on the inside. I have to say that the the guard animals, so he has like a, he, um, Ice King rides in on a centipede later. Yeah. And then this guard dog, they're so creative and yeah. like really, really cool. Awesome I, design. I really enjoyed that a lot. Same. I thought that was really neat. So Finn and Neptor crash into a control room and they see a panel filled with lightning bolts. <laughs> And Neptor's like, is that my ticket to the gun show creator? Oh my gosh. <laughs> but the Ice King busts into the room and he's on the back of an isopede, which is an ice centipede. Isopede. He tells it to attack, but it bites his head. 
and Finn rushes for the lightning, but the panel is blasted by the Isopede. And Ice King says, finish them off, my semi-loyal pet. Then he notices Neptune, and he's like, oh, an innocent bystander, and blasts him with lightning. And Finn's like, <laughs> no! And then he's like, oh, wait, that's what we wanted in the first place. So we see that the Ice King here can use lightning out of, like, thin air. Or maybe he has, like, a, a special contraption that we don't know about to utilize those lightning bolts. Yeah, I don't know why he would. Yeah. People, who knows? <laughs> so the Isopede bites Finn's head, but Neptur launches pies at it from the microwave door. It gets knocked out, and Finn grabs Neptur, and they run off. Finn asks what was in the pies, and Neptur says, just boysenberries, and also poison. And Finn's like, hmm, something's not right here. So they jump out the side of the fortress and grab for the balloons, but they pull up their strings, and Finn's like, no! And I was like, oh my gosh! But then he's caught by balloons below, and he's like, oh man, you guys are such pranksters. As the Ice King sees him float away, he realizes something about the robot fills him with deep longing. The balloons float Finn and Neptur back to the treehouse, and Finn releases them from their blood oath. And they're like, yay, to the mesosphere. And one says, finally, we can die. I really wanted to know what what happened that he saved their lives so they had a blood oath. I'm curious about that story, I want to see that episode. I'm actually wondering if that's a Lord of the Rings reference. Because Return of the King, uh, there's like these dead guys who have a, you know unnaturally prolonged life. Mm-hmm. And Aragorn's like, well, fight for me and I'll release you of your blood oath. Huh. And then they do, and, he's, and they're like, all right, well, you're going to let us die now. And he's like, all right, you're, you're good. Yeah. You did your part. You can die. Wait, is that the guys in the in the, um, the, mountain. the mountain, the the ghosts in the mountain? Yeah. Yep. Hmm. On a side note, Matt and I have ventured into the land of the director's cut of Lord of the Rings. Oh, yeah. This is our favorite, and we've started from the beginning. The director's cuts are no joke. Those are some long movies. And but... we're halfway through Fellowship of the Ring. Yes, we are. We're really excited about it. <laughs> Which means we're like three hours into <laughs> Fellowship of the Ring. I know. That's it. <laughs> oh, I, I, I got to do it like once a year. I'm crazy about those movies. Me too. I love them. So, Neptra tells Finn he's feeling troubled and is overcome with an urge to collect princesses. Finn's like, hmm, that's a heavily unsettling thing to say, but pull yourself together. We're about to prank Jake. And Neptra's like, yeah, sure, I'm fine. Uh. I always find it really interesting that Finn is like really focused. He's super focused on the fact that they're going to prank Jake, even though there's like all this commotion around him and like red flags everywhere. Oh, yeah. He's just laser focused on pranking Jake. Yeah, yeah, even yeah. Though he created this life that has this genuine affection for Finn and he just kind of brushes it off like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go prank. Let's go prank Jake. That's a child being given too much power right there. <laughs> Finn opens the door and is unexpectedly greeted by the Ice King. Finn goes in for the attack but is frozen by ice lightning. He was trying to like chop him with his hand. <laughs> chop, chop, chop. Ice King says he's here to take his son and Finn's like, your son? In Ice King's mind, because his powers like uh, ignited Neptur's full power, like full ability and potential, because he infused his own like, <laughs> he uses the phrase private particles <laughs> <laughs> instead of dna i know i'm like mm. this makes it a little more eh. yeah yeah into the lightning that powered neptur neptur is now torn because he has to like figure out which side am i gonna be on yeah finn or ice king processing both a love for princesses and pranking yeah so Ice King picks up Finn and Neptur and spins them around in circles until they enter his imagination zone. Matt, what does your imagination zone look like? 
Ooh, my, what does my imagination zone look like? I'm trying to get into a creative field of work because I like to use my imagination. So a lot of the time when I'm daydreaming, it's like coming up with like movies and stuff in my head. If, if I'm just out driving or running or whatever, I'm listening to like film soundtracks and I'm kind of painting a picture in my head of what it would go to. I think it's really cool some of the stuff you come up with and it's really, really impressive that you are so creative and I love that about you. Oh, thank you. You're yeah. creative too. Sometimes. What's your imagination zone look like? Hmm. I don't know. Like, that's a good question. We're going to see Finn's imagination zone in a few episodes. Are we? It's so funny. Yeah. I'm excited about that. Um, I don't know. I think my imagination involves food. Like, I like baking a lot. And, like, we watched um, the Great British Baking Show. And I really think it's cool, like, some of the things that these people, like, create um and with baking and things like that and i just think it's really really neat and i wonder if i were to put more effort into my baking and like educating myself about different techniques what i could come up with and if it would be good or not you know and i i think that's probably what my imagination zone looks like awesome Mm -hmm. so anyway they're in the imagination zone and ice king shows neptar images of princesses many of whom we haven't met in the show yet but they're all introduced at some point and as his son, he will carry on the tradition of capturing ladies. He says, you can mate with robot princesses. And Neptor's like, can I still prank with Finn and Jake? And Ice King's like, no, I'll show you what'll happen if you hang out with Finn. <laughs> and it shows he shows Neptor an image of him being farted on by Finn and Jake. So funny. Poots on Neptor. Poots on Neptor. This backfires and just makes Neptor laugh. They poof out of the imagination zone and decide to let Neptor choose who he'll live with. He says... I choose Ice King. And Finn's flabbergasted, and the Ice King tells him to get over it. Neptor says, I'm not finished. I choose Ice King to prank hardcore. So he launches a piping hot pie in Ice King's face, and Ice King starts powering up some lightning and says, I birthed you, and I can unbirth you. (laughs) That's such a classic parent sign. (laughs) Yes, it is. I love it. Finn jumps in with a kick to the face and knocks him out. Neptor says, sleep well, Pappy. (laughs) <laughs> in your imagination zone, full of beautiful princesses. So Finn scoops up Neptor and runs into the treehouse. And then we just hear it from the outside. And he's waking up Jake. And then the sounds of pies getting, getting launched at him. He's like, ah! And as this is going down, we see a single tear rolling down Ice King's sleeping face. And it goes into his dream. This is so sad. It is. I, I was like, oh, I'm getting emotional. He's sitting on a rock watching the sunset with Neptor. And Neptor says, Sun is going down. Shall we capture princesses now, Poppy? Ice King says, no, let's just stay here a little longer, son. And Neptor says, I love you forever, Poppy. And they sit and watch the sunset. This was the first emotional ending of an episode. Yeah, it was just like, oh, the hurt and the loss and the the wanting of the Ice King was just so real in that moment. And I know I sound really sappy right now, but it was just like, this plays on the heartstrings and it makes me feel like, Here's a very lonely man. Yes, he has some like imbalance emotionally, right? Yeah. And it's just, ugh, I feel for him. I do too. It shows that he's really at his happiest when he's dreaming mm-hmm. because his his real life is pretty sad. Yeah, it is really but sad. But yeah, I, I was watching this one to take notes and I was like, wow, this one's, this ending kind of hit me in the gut. Mm-hmm, Yeah. It really does. And I, I just, I'm really glad that they further develop him instead of like just him. brushing him off as a one note joke. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. They develop his character more and they and they give him a backstory and you get to know him and his relationship with Marceline later. And I, I just... <sighs> this episode plants the seed, specifically the ending, for the amount of uh, detail that you get with a lot of the characters in mm-hmm. future episodes. Yeah. It feels like almost every... Well, not almost every major character does have a full realized character arc throughout the series well and i almost wonder if so we were talking late after the episode about how this becomes a neglected piece of finn and jake's lore like they keep him in a room where he they don't pay attention to him much yeah um neptor yeah neptor and i'm just like i wonder what his life would have been like with ice king and i wonder what ice king's life would have been like with neptor as far as we know ice king would have treated him the same way he treats gunter and the rest of his sure sure rest of his penguins like he might have just been a jerk to him but he might not have it seems like he showed some genuine affection towards yeah. this robot yeah more affection than finn and jake end up showing him we'll see him he comes back every now and then he's just kind of neglected they just kind of keep him as another piece of treasure in their house yeah and that's so weird it's like but it makes sense i mean think about like kids and toys right they have like a toy that they're like obsessed with for the moment and then they cast it aside when the next big thing comes yeah but this toy is sentient yes and that is my issue with it it's like you have to develop that and i don't know yeah they do come back to that and they do point that out i'm looking forward to that because i think that'll be interesting to talk about do you want to hear what your original prediction was for this episode yes i do based on its title yes you guessed the ice king depressed that he's not married contemplates the importance of life and comes up with an elaborate plan to convince a princess to marry him. But Finn and Jake get involved <laughs> because a catastrophe with Gunter somehow reveals to them details which lead them to convince the princess not to marry the Ice King. That was so awesome. But that is such a good premise for an episode. That right? is so something that you'd see happen in the show. Yeah. Good guess. Thank you. Thank you. So what's the next episode title? Episode the, 16? The next episode is Ocean of Fear. Okay. So, why do we know there's something with armpits? Okay. So, there's something about swimming, and we know we're going to be in the ocean, in the water. So, they decide, they come to the beach, and they decide that they want to learn how to surf. <laughs> <laughs> why are you laughing? Oh, it's just so spot on. <laughs> and because they want to learn how to surf, but either Finn or Jake had a tragic surfing accident, and so they're really fearful so they have to come through this experience and part of it is learning how to re-swim and there's like a, another mermaid that they have to get involved with who teaches Finn or Jake, I can't decide who, um, how to re-swim and Finn has to wear floaties on his arm which covers armpits and he feels like those don't make him look manly and in the end they decide to hang 10 and everything is well in the world. I like it. <laughs> I want to take all these episode ideas you have and yeah. make my own cartoon series out of these episodes. That would be really great. I would love that. Me too. You got some good ones. So, Matt, what did you think about the episode? I love it. Yeah? Yep. This is a pretty strong one for me. Tell me why. It's definitely in the, in the top the top half of the episodes that we've seen. At the end of the season, we'll have to do like a, in what order. Yeah, we have to rank them. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so I like this episode because it gets into the emotional stuff. And that was a that's the first time we've really gotten into that in the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Other than that, you know, there were some good gags like I could wake up at any minute. Yeah. 
Nah, I'm still asleep. <laughs> and the balloons, obviously. The balloons, yeah. Neptor is not my favorite character. <laughs> by the way, his voice was done by Andy Milanakis, and uh, he's a comedian slash rapper. Uh, I know him from the movie Waiting. I'm sure he's popular for more stuff than that, though. So what did you think of it? Um, for this episode, it was okay. It was so-so. I do like the two point, the, the, the points we made about the Jake line and then also the balloons. I think those are really funny. I do get stuck sometimes with that idea that, you know, they get so distracted by the things around them. I don't know. Whatever. It's good. It was a good episode. I liked it. I like it. It's a middle of the road episode for it me. It is pretty middle of the road. Yeah. But what- I, I'm not saying that's a bad thing either. I still really enjoy it. Sure, absolutely. What didn't you like about the episode? Um, I can't really say that there's anything I didn't like. It's very watchable. It's yeah. very rewatchable. I've seen this one a ton of times. Mm-hmm. Definitely one of the ones I remember most from the first season. I think I could rewatch it, and I think I could like it. Yeah, Good. Absolutely. Is there anything you didn't like about it? Um, I thought Nectar was a little annoying. <laughs> I did too. <laughs> maybe it's just the voice. Yeah, maybe. That was probably it. All right, Matt, where was the snail? So the snail showed up on the floor after the Ice King is attacked by the Isopede. Ah! I totally missed that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Snail watch. Snail 2019. watch. <laughs> so what was your favorite line? My favorite line is, finish him, my semi-loyal pet. That was a good one. Yeah, that's when the Ice King tells the centipede to squeeze Finn's head. Um, It kind of reminds me of our cat, Maverick. I want to call him our semi-loyal pet because... <laughs> He's loyal as long as we give him wet food. Yep. Otherwise, Otherwise he's, he's selective. Oh, and very annoying at six in the morning. Yes, yes, he is. My favorite line was, why, creator, does it please you to watch me struggle? <laughs> I almost put that one as my favorite. That it's was so really, good. really good. That was good. What's What's your best impression? Is this my ticket to the gun show, creator? <laughs> nice. That's like a good impression. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, you. You're starting to infuriate me. <laughs> Can you say it how you really say it? How do I usually say it? You're starting to infuriate me. You're starting to infuriate me. That would be the one. That's the correct inflection. <laughs> yeah, the psychopath way of saying it. A little bit. A little bit. Not going to lie. So this episode marks Jake's first minor appearance in an episode. Yeah, that's right. He really wasn't in it too much. No, only a couple minutes. Hmm. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. And the original title for this episode was Ice King and Sun. Huh. Yep. That would have been much more accurate instead of, what is life? What is life? Although he con- contemplates, I think, I think this really broadens like that, that idea that maybe there's more out there than just capturing princesses and that perhaps, I mean, I, I suspect that we're going to continue to see him try and, and be up to his old shenanigans. But I suspect that also that he is going to be reconsidering some of his actions because he wants to maybe build a life with someone. It's kind of a misleading title, isn't it? Because it doesn't really get into the question of what is life. Yeah. So over this last week, we've had a bunch of new people sign up for our Facebook page and Twitter. Quick shout out and thank you to all the supporters. We're glad that you're enjoying the show. We also got an anonymous review. Uh, five-star review on iTunes, which you really, really appreciate. Thank you. Helps other people find this fabulous show to get their adventure time on. Absolutely. Thank you so much for that. If you are feeling inclined to give us a review on iTunes, feel free to do so. Helps us out a ton. And we'll read it on the air. Yes, we will. You can also email your impressions or questions 
um, to ohmyglobpodcast at gmail.com. And you can find us on Twitter at ohmyglobpodcast. And then our website is ohmyglobpodcast.wordpress.com. And, of course, we're on Facebook dot com slash oh my glob podcast shocker it's like we save the whole name the same name for everything it's it's almost like that isn't it it is shocker Hmm. any plugs for you nope i'm good how about you nope working on some projects that i would be happy to plug after they're done (laughs) what is that (laughs) I've got a few projects that I'm working on that I will be happy to plug once they're a little closer to completion. There you go. Great. So thank you for joining us for another episode of Oh My Glob, an Adventure Time podcast. I'm Amy. I'm Matt. And we're out. Audi 5000. Bye. Bye. Mm, I can't wait for popcorn. Give me the popcorn.